I'm Peter Jones, and welcome to The Foyne Jones Show. This podcast will be combining personality, passion, and our love of football, alongside industry and recruitment news. Our amazing guests will share their personal stories and also explain what they get up to when they're not at work. Okay, so episode 15 of the Foy and Jones show is recorded live from the Foy and Jones sofas. This is a different podcast, it's got a few guests and it's going to be pretty much about all of us at Foy and Jones, it's what we do. So we're going to do these once a month and we're hopefully going to bring to life our live opportunities. We're going to talk about the successes we've had in the previous month. Um, get to know the team of Foy and Jones a little bit better. Why are you looking at me like that? I didn't know this was a monthly occasion. Oh, it's going to be a monthly thing. Okay. We like to surprise. Uh, that's Holly Louise Funnel, who's joining us today. Okay. Um, and we're going to uh, we're going to fire some questions at me this time and talk about Callum going back to school. So, talking about back to school, we're going to start with a register. Is that the right word, Holly? Yeah. Okay. Um, Lara Harrison. Present. Callum Church. Yeah. Well, Callum Church. <laughs> I mean, if I was a teacher, I wouldn't be accepting that. That's what I always used to do at school. Okay, cool. I mean, I should say, yes, Miss Jones. Um, Holly Louise Funnel. Yes, Mr. Jones. Well done, well done. Oh, you're such a squat. Ha- ha- <laughs> Harry George Jones it isn't present, uh, but he's been he's on a trip. He's just coming back from a business trip to Barcelona. Authorised absence. An authorised absence, but he's been replaced by Heidi, our head of wellness and office dog. So, how are we doing, guys and girls? We're good. We're good. Yeah, okay. We're busy. All right. We're good. So let's kind of just just wrap up last month. So it was the merry merry month of May, and it was our, without a doubt our busiest month of the year. Uh, some amazing results. So Lara was around our employee of the month, wasn't you, Lara? It was. Yes. Did you enjoy? Did you enjoy last month? I did. It was really good. I really enjoyed last month, and I'm holding my title um, very proudly. And I got the. The team trophy on my desk reminded me every day of my success last month. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are you polishing it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I put yeah, some no, pens yeah. in the trophy the yeah, other no, day. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. no, so I can keep the boards up to date. So. Yeah, well, you do a good job because you like colour coordinate them. I really do. I really yeah. take pride in the board. She's very possessive of the board, Holly. I like it. Yeah. And also, doesn't it really upset you if somebody doesn't use the right colours in the right place? Not me. Your stars and arrows all over it. <laughs> yeah, that's really Peter annoying. Jones' trait. Yeah. Callum, there's bullying in this podcast. There's bullying in this podcast. Okay, so um, what? What? You know, for, for for us as a business, you know, you, we're working in recruitment, which can be life changing. It has highs, it has lows. It, it's it's that roller coaster that everyone talks about. What were the highlights for, of the month for you, Lara? Just just break them down, really. I had some great placements last month some really good placements, which was massive. Um, you know, the positions that I'd put an awful lot of time in, a lot of work, out of hours work, um, and it was just really lovely right at the end of the month for them to, to kind of come off. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really good month. My Actually, I think, looking back, it's my best month so far with Foy Jones as well. I, I could confirm it's, it's by far your most successful Thank month with Foy Jones. So we could, we, could, we could say that publicly. But, but it, it was busy. And, and was. factoring in the amount of bank holidays there was, because they seemed to just be coming continually, um, it was a really successful month. And, and for you, Callum, it was the beginning of your, um, your apprenticeship, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it's really exciting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, everyone must know you already, Callum, because you feature in the videos, you've got your little own little vlog yeah, going vlog, on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's now Holly fully Foy and Jones branded, which people listening to this podcast won't be able to see at all. <laughs> but uh, but he, he is fully Foy and Jones branded, and obviously Holly Louise Funnels, you know, making that emotional return back. How's baby Albus? He's grand. He's doing well. Is I it? think he's actually teething. I'll be yeah. honest. It's a really I mean, he was back. ranting when he was here last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Alright, so, so it's, it's Monday today, we've already had our team meeting, um, which, was, uh, which was brilliant, and we come up with some great ideas. Holly, we have an inspirational quote of the day, would you like to tell everyone what it is and who, who, who it's from? The quote of the day is, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity, the optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. Winston Churchill. So Winston, a <laughs> glorious wartime leader. And that was put up there by Holly. So every day we're going to have a bit... That was... No, I'm so sorry. sorry. I, I don't think it was, actually. It Who put it up there? <laughs> it was myself. That was put up no, on the board. The Let me go back. That was put up on the board by our star employee of the month, Lara. And it, was, and it was quoted by Holly Louise Funnel. <laughs> Callum, help me, man. This happened last time. This happened last time. Wow. Okay, so schoolboy error. Mm-hmm. Great quote, Lara. Uh, and you. very well timed because there's a gentleman coming in who's a real special guest for me uh, coming in later today who, uh, who's big into his wartime and Churchillian quotes. So uh, that's good to get it up there. But we... We're, we're, kind of spe- we're very specialist in what we do. We recruit heavily in KBB sector, which listeners should know. We recruit for builders, merchants, and construction suppliers, construction manufacturing companies. And, and back in May, we saw great success with a manufacturer, uh, one of your projects, Lara. We had continued success across builders, merchants, and the KBB market is just getting better and better for us. None of that can happen without good people. And... Reaching out to people through any medium is really, really important. So I want to take some time now, just, just really for us, for us to talk about the projects we're working on, the type of people we want to try and engage with, network with, and, and talk to. So at the moment, um, we have some real exciting opportunities in my part of the world, London Market, for a national business uh, supplying trade bathrooms. Do you want to kind of bring that to life for, for listeners, Lara? What's, what, yes. what are these about? These... These roles, we've got them kind of um, across London, Staines, Hoddesdon, Lewisham, Walton on Thames. And these positions are so exciting because you don't actually have to have been within within the sector necessarily before. Um, you'd be selling bathrooms, so, you know, a great salesperson would, would absolutely thrive in this kind of role. But, you know, somebody that's really hungry for, um, for you know, hitting and exceeding targets... That is the kind of person we want. So anybody living in those areas that wants a fresh start, that has lots of ambition and can really work those customers, then you know that they're the kind of people we want to talk to. And I think I think if we, we start talking about that, you've got to look at it in two ways. You've got to look at it about what's in it for me in terms of the in terms of the job seeker or the individuals listening to this and then and then what, what really is gonna gonna make you successful. Now knowing this business and knowing the way they trade, for me the understanding of the customer, you know, what that customer wants, what, what that tradesman, that builder, that developer is looking for when he walks into that showroom is kind of the difference between success and failure. Yeah. Being able to engage with them, talk to them, on, on, talk to them in terms of, you know, how their personality and your personality matches, that, that's going to definitely make a difference. But it's, but it's also, I think, an opportunity that gives real progression because it's part of Absolutely. such a large group. You could, you could join as a sales manager, become a branch manager, become a multi-site manager yeah. and, and spend a lifetime there. Yeah, I and that, and that, that's really, really exciting, isn't it? But, but it is, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because KBB, it, it can vary so much and we work from trade all the way up to high-end luxury. Uh, and there really is a difference, isn't there, in yeah. that? It's a, a different kind of person um, potentially dealing with those customers as well. I mean, these particular roles, you would be dealing with trade customer and retail customers. So mm. being able to jump between the two and be able to understand both different type of customer, I completely agree, is really important. And, 
you know, stretching across from these, uh, you know, potentially lower um, builders, merchant positions up to sales managers and and beyond, you know, account national account managers. You know, we, we're dealing with positions across across a whole range. Um, we're always looking to talk to good people that could fit into any of those areas. Holly, prior, prior to your maternity leave yeah. and the arrival of baby Albus, you were you were quite prolific in the KBB sector in mm. terms of recruiting, weren't you? Um, what what's your experience of that? You know, the the, the 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 type of the type of business attracting people to it and who fits where. You know, what, what, what advice would you give to anyone wanting to wanting to break into KBB for the first time? For the first time, yeah. Um, I think, to be honest, breaking into KBB is, is about passion. I think if you can demonstrate to any potential employer that you are willing to put the work in initially and that you are able to communicate effectively, because I think that's such a huge part of any KBB role, actually, um, you'll make it. You know, Having the confidence to actually pick up the phone and, and make that, that happen. Mm. It's personality, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the amount of business owners, managing directors and, and hiring managers I speak to, what comes through consistently time and time again is, is we need people. Yeah. You know, the industry, sort, the industry can be short of people, dangerously short of people in sometimes in those customer-facing environments, but the right person can make so much happen. But having that pathway to attract kind of above and beyond the competitor around the corner and being open-minded enough to bring it in, that's, that's a real challenge. And, that, and that's sometimes some of, the, some of the hurdles we have to overcome in recruitment, don't we? But, but KBB's busy for us, isn't it, right it now? Is. It is. It is busy for us at the moment. Okay, cool. Okay, so we've spoken about KBB a bit, Peter. What's going on in the merchant division? Harry's busy. We're busy. Um, we've, got, we've got quite a lot going on. I mean, we're, we're always busy with builders merchants. Um, because of my background from years gone by but at the moment I think the standout opportunities with with a really well respected independent on the southwest London Surrey borders really uh, we actually have for anyone who's interested opportunities for branch managers to join their business and there's a real pathway to become a senior general manager and a director there we are looking for those on the first rung of the managerial ladder assistant managers and you know the, the positions where all the magic happens on the trade counter on the telephones we've got telephone sales and we've got trade counter positions so if you look at that merchant piece it per se you know we're we're recruiting across every position for an amazing independent merchant and and for me it's an opportunity to to kind of really be noticed and be, be part of this company's future and and you know you use it as a pathway for your own success so that's on our website <laughs> So one of the opportunities we've got with everyone in the same podcast is to kind of bring to life, bring to life what it's about, what is what is it about to be be involved in Team Four and Jones. Most people will know me; they know that I'm passionate about a football club. They know I'm passionate about my family, and I know I put I put myself out there in video. But we, I can't do any of that without without a team. And and I put a, put a big public thank you out to to you guys towards the end of last month because May was absolutely magnificent. But I think to to kind of keep things real. Um, there are so many stories you can you can tell about working here, being part of the team. 
we don't get everything right. We get loads of stuff wrong, don't we? Do you know what I mean? But 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 we have, you know, we we have we have we do. But we have got, you know, it's what we do. And there's there's some clear parameters there. One of the things I want to make sure is that we have a clear vision. I want us to have a creative work ethic. The team is so important. We're getting so much better at celebrating success. Laura does a little dance now, Holly. Do you know what I mean? Can we not make the assumption that I started the dance thing? That was something that we brought in as a team. It wasn't just me. Yeah. And actually, Peter, I do think your your dance is the uh, my break dancing rocks. Right you know, but there. I've got, I've got different dances for different levels, yeah, of, different yeah. dances for different sectors, and, yeah, and you know, I work in different ways. But but again, you know, it's up there on our board. We do we I do want people to have fun each day because if you go to work in a bad mood, you go home in a bad mood, your productivity goes down. So we do have fun. We do get get things wrong and I'd like to share some of the ridiculous funny moments we have. Have you guys seen the outtake video that Callum put out of me on Friday <laughs> having a bleeping meltdown? That was really one funny. of many. I really loved that. Yeah, look, one of many bleeping meltdowns. How many times has that happened to you? Very rarely, though. I mean, oh, as if at least weekly. <laughs> oh no, I melt down weekly. Yeah, no, no, I, I melt down week regularly, two or three times a week. I melt down. Yeah, without a doubt. But but to not be able to record a simple three-minute <laughs> explainer video about this podcast, that's very unlike me. Okay. Oh, one take, Pete. Mm. One take, Pete. I thought that was ironic. Brilliant. name. You know I won't take Pete. Don't start with that. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're back again. The, the, bu the bully in his back, Lara. So, so that that was funny. I mean, I, I was looking at it over the weekend. And I was thinking, like, wow, did I really swear that much in such a short space I of time? Yeah, I know. The plat effing form was an absolute tremendous bit. And fair play, and fair play to Callum for putting it all together. But let's let's talk about Callum, our apprentice, oh, our, our digital, apprentice our digital superstar. So. You know, he's back at school now. He's, do you know he what? Is. Do you know what days you're working now, Callum? Yep, no. Yes, yeah, full, full time. Yeah, so we, day, we've yeah. we've nailed that. We know our start time. We know our arrival time. What's been your? What's been some of the funniest things you've you've seen, Callum? Well, I, ha I had a bit of a moment last week, didn't I, when Holly came in and brought Baby Albie in with us. Um, baby Albie, Holly, how old is Baby Albie again? Four months. Baby Albie is four <laughs> months old. Callum, what did you ask? Uh, well, I was just taking an interest and wondering if he was speaking yet. <laughs> I wanted to know what his first words were, but apparently they don't come out until about a year and a half. And it was brilliant. Everyone just kind yeah, of you, you have you had three parents in the room, and like you know, and Harry as well. So he just got lots of he got he got lots of he got lots of sheer amazement. I mean, you got more chance of Heidi talking. But she speaks human. The dog speaks human, doesn't she, Holly? Yeah, yeah. Well, she really understands. Well. She understands yeah. human. So all right, I, I like the uh, that when he wrote someone's surname up as Shirley on the ball oh. as well. You know. I can't remember the first name. That's not as important. You're going to be we... making me out to be really thick on you, aren't you? <laughs> no, but, you, really but, but that was a really good funny. application for a position we've got. And, you know, I just went, yeah, that person, surely. surely. And, and surely went up on there as a surname, mate. So, yeah. so that was good. But it's, um, listen, it's nothing I haven't done before. So that was good. What about you, Laura? You got anything to share? Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of any, like, major blunders. I'm sure you guys have probably remembered some, but... I blush really easily, so I do get embarrassed. You know, a couple of phone calls that haven't quite gone to plan, and I'm bright red and hot, and the windows open. And but off the top of my head, I'm really struggling to think. Maybe I've had too many. You reckon? Mm, or maybe you're just too slick, oh, too polished. I, yeah, I'm really polished. Really. Mm. Po oh, and, and you know when you when you pick up the phone to talk to a candidate and they don't answer and you leave the voice a voice note but um, a voice message and sometimes it falls into like this same message that you you say over and over again and then you trip up and you get it wrong or and you then you backtrack the phone numbers right and then, and then you get all confused and then i'm thinking 
Which button do I press to rearrange this call? <laughs> How do I do it again? I dial people who don't know who I'm ringing. Yeah. Like, I forget before I dial the number. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's standard. And then you just, you just kind of work your way oh, through. Funny. But, but, it, but you, you can't get everything right all the time. And, and any business no. that puts itself out there and says that, you know, that's, that's not that's true. true. And I, I think we've got to try and... We've got to try and keep this real because if we've got personalities that people buy into, we are going to be able to talk to them about life-changing opportunities. When you are talking to someone about a change of employment, it means they can go home and say to their wife, we are going to go on holiday. They can buy the red car, not the blue car. They might be able to get that mortgage they've ever wanted to. Or do you know what? They might be able to just put food on their table for their family, and that's really important as well. And there is a sobering reality to what we do. And we are going to use this podcast to, to talk about the opportunities we've got. Callum, you know, you'll be able to share this with, on the, the way it's launched, but they're all on our website as well. Yeah. But going back to funny stories, Holly, you're smirking. <laughs> you, you are smirking. So I, I've got well, no I doubt this two, involves me. Two tales that both involve Both involve me. One of them was my horrendous blunder when you were a bit fitter than now, let's say. And oh, you were demonstrating brutal. that you could jump from the floor to the back of the sofa. I was in, in great shape, house. Lara. I was in great shape. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, oh, as if that's impressive. I could do that my shot. Tried to do it and on a heap of the floor like a woodlouse. I literally never missed it more. It was really... <laughs> I mean, is that, is that a different creature to a woodlouse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Woodlouse is singular. Woodlouse is multiple. Yeah, I didn't go to school with you girls. Yeah, I went to St Mark's <laughs> C of E in Fulham. All right. Anyway, is that a woodlouse? Um, and then the other tale that just really makes me laugh, and clearly I find people hurting themselves. Hilarious. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Was the time when? <laughs> I'm going under my hood, Callum. Making a deal for the benefit of the listeners, I'm under my hood. I'm blushing for you already. <laughs> it's <obviously> bad. <laughs> Writing on every single corner of the board because obviously we don't have enough whiteboards on our whiteboard wall office. Mm. Um, and Peter decided that it would be sensible to stand on one of our footstools to be able to get to the top, despite the fact he's however tall he is. Six foot two. Six foot two. Taller than you both know, Henry and Harry, my sons, just, just for the record. Just for the record. Yeah. Yeah. Behind that. So he stood on the stool as it decided to tilt its way over. And I watched Peter so scrabble his way down the board like this, <laughs> grabbing onto any corner he oh. could. Before landing in a full heap on the floor. And kind of looked around with this sorry, you know, like a little sorry animal. Like, oh no. Oh. Callum, are you sure this podcast is a good idea? Oh, it's, it's mostly just laughing, isn't it? I mean, we just, you know, we, oh, we just, we just so at the moment, show, I guess we're showing the real me, aren't we? It you know, so I, I'm not this slick person you see in front of the camera on the videos. You know, it, there's a lot more highs and lows with my bipolar type personality. But that was a spectacular fall from grace. Uh, I, I was lying there winded with Foyney laughing at me at the time, and Holly in like cackles of evilness in the corner. No one moved to see if I was okay, and I think Holly eventually picked the pen up and wrote something on the ball and yeah but it, it was it was all okay so yeah we do have fun and that's kind of what working here can be like and you know what if like yesterday it was Sunday night and you were dreading coming to work on Monday morning I know how you feel because this is what I deal with sometimes at Foyne Jones but but it's a great business to be we're Foyne Jones and this is what we do So, my favourite part of the podcast with my wonderful inspirational guests is when we talk about their football teams, their passions away from work, and we do it in a penalty shootout format, five quick questions. Um, 
they've turned this one around. They're going to firing. They're going to be firing questions at me. I've got no idea how many. I've got no idea what they're going to be asking me. But I've promised to answer all of them as honestly and truthfully as I can. So the penalty shootout, I guess, is all about me, Callum. It is. Great subject. Who's going first? Shall I go first? Go for it, Callum. All right. Peter, Peter, what is your favourite task to complete at work? Your favourite thing to do at work? My favourite thing? That's work-related, obviously. My favourite work-related task is probably motivating my team every morning to make sure they can be the best they can be. That's a nice one. <laughs> yeah, that shut you up, didn't it? Hey, Next. <laughs> Next, shall I, shall I go next? Yeah, go for it. Uh, what is in your how many years of recruitment now? Hundreds, hundreds. Yeah. But you might not know the story, Lara. But I founded the business in 2000, <laughs> so uh, 2003. So do the maths, it's been a long time. Okay, so in your however many years, what was the best excuse you got for from a candidate for not arriving to interview? Not arriving to interview, um, there's got to have been some good ones. Yeah, there's been, there's been some outrageous ones to be fair. And um, the best one I would, well, the, the weirdest one I would say. Oh, I don't know. There was that fellow with things living inside of him, wasn't there? Yeah, no, there was, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that, that, that was a recent one, yeah. One of our individuals actually going for an interview couldn't go because he was sent, doctor sent him to hospital because there was creatures living inside of him. That was the... Uh, that, that was the word. I mean, I mean, you know, there's, there's been some really bad ones, Lara. You know, I've had people, and believe it or not, this is true, I've had people lie about, you know, really bad illnesses to yeah. their other halves and stuff like that, which is re really bad. Um, I had the dog at the chocolate bar. That was a bad one, um, which could be true. Easter eggs as well. That yeah, dog at the Easter eggs. But I could go, I could go on and on, really. There, there's been so many. But, but to summarise that in a different way, I just don't believe anyone anymore. So, so it, it kind of doesn't matter what they say. I don't think there's too much truth in it. So that's it for me. Oh, is it my it's turn? It's your turn, Funnel. Okay, Peter. Oh, hers are printed. They would oh, be, wouldn't that's they? that's just so holly. Yeah. Okay, Peter. If you were a pizza topping, what <laughs> pizza topping might you be? Oh, I know why you answer that. <laughs> um, okay, um, I'd be Hawaiian, Holly. Would you like? Yeah, well, it's just a bit different and everyone <laughs> likes it, really. That's such a cop out. That was my answer in my interview, however many years ago. Yeah, Hawaiian. Uh, if I was a pizza topping, I'd be a Texan from Domino's. Would to be you? fair. Yeah, why all, though? all day long. But why? It's saucy, spicy, and nice <laughs> like me. Oh, okay. I, that's my favourite. I'd be a Texan. All right. And actually, you know, I, I like Texas. My granddad used to read you little do. books. My granddad used you to read a lot about horse riding. I, I know a lot about horse riding the Comanche Indians. My granddad used to read a lot of books when he was uh, in a hotel courtesy of Her Majesty's government. Let's move on. Oh. That's prison, Lara. Yeah, yeah okay. No, I, Peter, oh. yeah. I definitely got that. Okay, Thank cool. You. Just checking. So, so far, I want to be a Texas pizza. Yeah. The, the geese had creatures inside of him, um, and I read cowboy books. That's why I like Texas. Yeah. Right. When you answer this, try not to be too mean, all right? But I, I wanted to ask what your, fa what your least favourite thing about each of us was. <laughs> um, your memory, Callum. <laughs> To be fair. That to yeah. be fair. <laughs> yeah. So, so Callum, your, me your memory. Um, Holly's bullying. Because she does bully me on a regular basis. Regular ba and you've and even admitted it, Lara. You, you've seen that, evidence listen, of it. Listen, yeah. and, and Lara, I've got one for Lara. Is, is Lara, 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 Lara will ask, like, I'll tell Lara something or, or there'll be a scenario and she'll, 
She'll listen to say, that's really good. So, so, and then she'll demand to know what's going to happen now and how it's going to happen and expect me to have the answers. So I often now just go, I have no effing idea. He does say and that. And that time to sum it up. So, so I think your inquisitiveness and passion for wanting to know everything that's going on everywhere and being kept what's in the, the loop. What's the other word you call for that? Nosy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> My turn? Yeah. Um, okay, most embarrassing moment um, or biggest blunder dealing with either a client or candidate? Oh, that's easy. Um, I, um, I sent an email which I thought was going to Jonathan James Foyne. This is back well, many, many years ago, about 2005, um, saying that this business must be effing mad if they don't see this individual. But it didn't go to John Foyne, it went to the... Um, Operations director and HR director of that business. So that, that was probably my biggest embarrassing moment. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I said sorry, mm. um, and actually the, the HR person was horrified. It was absolutely really? disgusting. Yeah, they did take it back. The director looked at it a little bit more pragmatically, a bit like I would. He went, "Well, if he's saying that, there must be something in this person." And then we actually ended up getting them an interview, and he got offered a six-figure salary job. Um, wow. Which he turned out, but you know, so it's not. It doesn't all end. In, it doesn't all end. In, it doesn't all end in the rainbow. It doesn't all end in gold at the end of the rainbow. But we did turn that negative into into positive. But it was horrific when I realised I'd done it. Um, oh, and this was like, and this was like, and this was like, like two thousand four five. So, so you're in early email days as well. So it's not like with we you know messaging. It's not like multiple messaging now, where like you know you, you send. You know, there's so much going on, and it's more it's more standard. Oh, that was a uh, that was glaringly bad. bad. Yeah, and we went up to um, we went up to have a meeting and talking about that and. Um, Within about six seconds, the HR director. Well, we, we've got to deal with the elephant in the room. Let's let's talk about it. So, oh. so I had to explain myself in a in um, a head office meeting, and um, yeah, I, again, I just said sorry because. That's um, what you can do, really. Yeah. Did you blame your passion? Uh, I blamed my belief in the candidate and my passion that he was suitable, and ultimately was proved right, but perhaps not not all the way through. Oh. Yeah, so that was my one. Wow. So anything okay. you get wrong doesn't matter. Yeah, no, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Here's a weird one. What was the last gift you gave for someone? I've bought a gift for someone for this afternoon. Have you given it to them? Not yet. What was the last gift you gave? The last for gift I gave to someone. I got Lara flowers and um, some Prosecco for being employee of the month. Oh, yeah. you did. That's a non-family gift because I, I buy my wife gifts all the time. And you've answered why already. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so <laughs> Lara's gift of... Um, I mean, she has a daily gift working at Foyne Jones. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> to, uh, but uh, yeah, highs and lows. But yeah, no, that was employee of the month. So that was probably the last, the last business-related gift that I bought. Good. That was a nice one. Pizza. <laughs> Glad you approved, Callum. <laughs> no point asking you. You'll be able to remember, would you? No. Good one. Peter, what's your <laughs> Peter? What's your highest point while working at Foyne Jones? Um. Surviving the dark days of 2009, actually, being able to sit here today in 2000 and what is it, 2019? In 2019, with a respected brand, with a great team and a great business, when during those probably 12 to 18 months around the, the recession of 2009, it was uh, it was really tough. And I've still got some financial scars, I've still got some emotional scars from that time, but surviving that period of hell. Yeah, that's probably my proudest moment, or my, the, the biggest high for me. If you were to appear on a popular televised music competition, let's call this one The Y Factor, <laughs> mm. 
and you had one chance to make the judges and crowd fall in love with you and your act, what song would you perform? That's an excellent question, Final. Um, Thanks, Pal. Mellish, Paul Weller. Why? The jam. Why? Because I can now that karaoke, Lara. <laughs> I was really expecting it to be Sinatra. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, my favourite song would be Mr Bojangles by uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Um, but that's a bit hard to nail. Okay. Um, I think Tackle Malice, so I can get it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if we're just going on the vocals, handbags and glad rags. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, you know, my range, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. So, no. you know, Tackle Malice, so I can do that. And if I really wanted to do it without trying too much, anything from Oasis, I can nail that. Should we have a little sample? No, not right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with negative feedback on uh, social media? Don't know. I don't get any negative feedback on social media. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Well, people don't. Some people don't like my hats. Some people love my hats. So, so oh, yeah. some people just genuinely want to hate you and just have a pop at you. It doesn't help when you're in recruitment and you own a recruitment business because ultimately we are we're down there with 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 the wrong ones of the world. I think that um, my approach to social media is that I would do anything. I would say anything on social media the same way I would say it in a boardroom, in a business meeting. I would talk about my personality, I would talk about my football team, I would talk about my children, my wife, I talk about what I've watched on the telly. I've always brought my passion and personality into everything I do. LinkedIn is an amazing platform, so lots of different social media ones. I got dragged kicking and screaming into it, because believe it or not, I've never been on Facebook, I've never been on Instagram, I don't do that type of stuff. I do kind of like to keep my private things private, but I share... I share social media what I am. Um, if someone wants to dig me out, that's great. If someone doesn't agree with it, that's great. They can always block me. They don't have to follow. Um, but consistency is important. That's something me and Callum, I'm trying to work with Callum on is being consistent. But I'm a fan and, you know, it works for us. And if someone said to you, said to me in 2003, you can have a free of charge platform to communicate to, I don't know, I think I've got 40,000 Life One connections. If you could communicate to them, and talk about your business, the opportunity, the markets. Yeah. You've got to be all over it, but you can't expect the world to love you. And if you take yourself too seriously, you're going to fail miserably. Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed the penalty shootout. Um, they weren't they, they weren't the most difficult questions, but they uh, they pushed they pushed the product. Listen, I'm doing my own Peter Jones story from the from a Fulham Council estate and market stall to the football terraces and corporate boardrooms. This is my story. That's how far my autobiography's got at the moment. It hasn't it hasn't actually got any further than that. But it's a great intro. I mean, what I've I've got this good like, I've got a couple of ideas for the picture on the front of the book yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but apparently you need content to get a publishing deal. So for any publishers listening to this, I need someone to, to come and work with me. But the podcast has been really successful. The Foy and Jones show has been brilliant to us and it, brilliant for us. And it's nice to actually get you guys involved in it more often. So yes, Holly, well, Lara, we are going to be doing a monthly show, but we're not just going to be sending people to sleep about vacancies. Yeah, we've got some great opportunities in KBB. We've mentioned that. Builders, merchants are rocking and rolling. And you can see that on our website. But getting to know you all as people is really important. We are... We've got, I think we've got about four or five more shows booked up, Callum, haven't we? We've some really inspirational guests. But anyone listening to this can get can come on. Mike Wagstaff, we did a brilliant show with Mike talking about leaving the army, having yeah, nowhere to go, being home, battling mental illness, mental illness, and then getting himself back in the game. 
Mike approached me. I've got other people, businesses approaching me to get involved. The door's open. Just get in touch and, and we can make that happen. I also just want to talk about probably the biggest game changer for us at Foyne Jones, and that's our video platform, all right? Um, for me, you know, we are saving businesses time, we're saving them money, and we're giving job seekers an opportunity to market themselves to, to businesses and, and to opportunities in a way that our sector's probably never really done before. Um, you mentioned something to me, Lara, last week that, you know, it's been more and more of our projects are moving towards yeah. video. You're, you're looking that once they've gone, they never go back. But wh where's it working for you and, and, and why are you enjoying it so much? Well, I think, a perfect example, I think, from last month, um, I, sent some ca I sent some CVs over um, to a client of ours and one of them got kind of, no, I don't, I'm not really interested in that person. I said, well, we'll just persevere, let's, let's, let's take a look. Let me get them on video for you. You know, that part person starts this week. You know, that's, that's kind of how it works. You know, these people, it brings them to life in a way that you can't really imagine. And a CV doesn't actually do people that much justice. Video really does. Mm. And it also, it whittles out what is and isn't right and what that person's really looking for. Um, it's brilliant. And it also helps us get to know our candidates even better as well. So I think from a, from a recruitment perspective, it, it one demonstrates that you're doing your job properly because you are building relationships with individuals. Yeah. They're committing to, to talking to you on video. They are answering questions about themselves or questions specific about an opportunity. You can take the employer, the hiring manager on that journey with you, which opens up all sorts of possibilities. But when you get managing directors and chairmen saying like, this really, really helps me. I can, I can meet the people virtually. I can decide who I want to spend time with, who might, perhaps isn't quite right. Because if they're not right on video, they're probably not gonna be right like face that. to face. Yeah. But on CV, you know, they may look okay. So, so Foyne Jones Video can turn a good CV into an amazing person. It can turn a good CV into not a suitable person. It can turn a bad or average CV into an amazing person, or it could just keep things as they are. But it does give, I think it gives, it gives people the opportunity to, to present themselves. And we're not gonna be moving backwards. No. We're gonna to continue to move forward. Um, Foreign Jones Video is a big part of what we do. So anyone who would like to see how that can help your business, get in touch because that's that's important because it really has been a game changer for us. I think one other thing that um, a lot of the clients we're working with at the moment really like is that they can re-watch it. They can watch it over a couple of times and you know we, we get notifications when they do. You can watch it three times and you really get a feel for who they are. It's good. I love it. Yeah. It's fluid. It's transient. You know, pe people can look at it where you can and, and it actually for me it just it just, just, just brings that relationship together and gives you the opportunity to do, do things do things properly. So that's that, that's kind of something that, that we want to be talking to more people about and that's gonna be really big across everything we do during June, July and August and, and throughout the rest of the year. Um, but we mentioned that we mentioned the live projects, we mentioned, you know, Holly coming back to the returning from maternity leave. We spoke about our employee in a month, Lara. I just want to go back to Callum Church, who's sitting here looking a little bit happy and relaxed at the moment. So, um, Holly, you could give us a bit of input on this, because you're helping Callum on his apprenticeship journey. I am, yeah. Yeah, does he know what he's doing yet, or are we I still... Think, yeah? I think he's pretty much set. Yeah. yeah, we had a meeting a couple of weeks ago with your um, coordinator for yeah. your apprenticeship, didn't we? Mm -hmm. And it was very insightful about what you'll be doing mm -hmm. throughout the next 18 months. Um, all quite exciting stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I had another meeting this morning yeah. over the online portal, a little sort of like online webinar meeting type thing, just talking about some of the stuff I'll be doing. I've already made a start to my first project, 
So, yeah. Um, what are you most excited for during your apprenticeship? Most excited for getting it done, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Ticking the box. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to sort of learn more skills and improve myself. Have we just invested in some really expensive kit? We have, yeah. yeah. We've invested in some nice software that we'll be teaching Callum. Is that class as a gift? No, sure. okay. No. Sure. I'm, just, no. I'm just trying to look like I give no. all the time, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but it will certainly help with some of the, the output that we're creating and the content that we're creating. Yeah. And you can really step up the type of stuff that we're doing at the minute as yeah. well. Now, I think if you, if you look back at your videos so far though, Callum, if you look through all the stuff that you've put out, they're definitely getting better. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so much right better. So, and you know, you're on the right track. And for sure. getting the new software is sort of like the next, the next step, step up from that. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. Good luck, Callum. Thank you. Um, and good, good luck on the uh, team lunch on Thursday, because we're going vegan for the afternoon, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. Hopefully, I'll, I'll get the flaffles in. Uh, there you go, mate. Okay, the Ca Callum's the first vegan at Foyne Jones, and uh, you know, there we go. So we're completely inclusive here, Lara, as you know. Okay, so, so, so that's just an insight into the world of Foyne Jones. We specialise in recruitment. We have lots of fun. This is what we do. Thanks for joining me on the show, guys. You enjoy it? Yes, it was good. Had a great time. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, there you go. Heidi, let's go. So that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. You can find out more about Foyne Jones by visiting our website or connecting with me on LinkedIn. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do.